I think one of the great pleasures in reading is when you're reading an author that you admire, that you, you love the way that they write or think, and then they reference another author, maybe one of those authors' books specifically, and then you kind of follow that journey, that path, and now you're reading this other author. And over time, maybe that author links you to another author. And I love that. I, I would describe it as sort of the generations of thought. I'll give you an example. Last March 2020, it was right as COVID was beginning in the U.S., I happened to be reading C.S. Lewis's The Weight of Glory. And I think I've actually done one of these shorter thoughts about my reading in that book. Well, as I was reading it toward the tail end, I came upon a reference to another writer, William Law. And in fact, C.S. Lewis described a particular period of Law's life as the richer period. And I thought, well, if somebody had a richer period that informed C.S. Lewis, well, I'd like to read that guy. So I think I've done a thought about that book as well. It was a book, kind of the most famous book by William Law. And quite frankly, it was so boring. I did not really particularly enjoy that book, but Lewis thought it mattered. And so I wanted to understand why it mattered to Lewis. But I will say, I'm going to stop myself. There was one thing in that book by William Law that has mattered so much to me. And that's what I want to talk about in this thought. Law laid before me this idea that as I'm reading the scriptures, when I come upon a verse or, or a couple sentences that just sort of rise off the page and, and they, they're very clearly being highlighted by the Holy Spirit, what I need to do is to write that all down and then turn it into a prayer. To actually take those words that are inspired, glorious, eternal scripture and turn them into a, a temporal today sort of prayer that's just between me and the Lord. So it, it ended up last August, I started doing that. And I got to tell you, ever since August of 2020, this has been one of the richest parts of my daily life to read one or two or three different chapters uh, in the scriptures. And then just to pay attention, like, Holy Spirit, what are you showing me? And then write it down and then kind of in a whispered, quiet way, because it's the early morning and I don't want to wake up my family. I use that to then be part of my prayer life, to talk to Jesus about what he has just talked to me about in his word. So I'll give you an example. I don't know, about a month ago, I was reading uh, in Ephesians, in James, and in John. That was just three different parts in the New Testament where I happened to be reading. And so I want to give you, uh, I think it was three subsequent days, just how this went because I want to inspire you to give it a try. I, th I think it's so rich and I'm grateful to William Law and to C.S. Lewis for pointing out William Law so that I got into this. So this is from about a month ago. I was reading in Ephesians 6, specifically verse 22, and there were three words that jumped off the page in that verse. Take fresh heart. And so I wrote those down and then I wrote a prayer, and then I spoke a prayer that went like this. Lord Jesus, I want to take on your heart afresh. Teach me yet again to abide in you. And you know, it's funny. I, I have no idea what happened on that day about a month ago. But I can tell you that rereading those words today, knowing that on that day, that's what I was pondering and going after, it encourages me to do it all over again 
to abide afresh, uh, to take on his heart afresh in this particular day. Well, then the next day from Ephesians 1 now, I wrote, how tremendous is the power available to us who believe in God. That power is the same divine energy which was demonstrated in Christ when he raised him from the dead and gave him the place of supreme honor in heaven. That's parts of Ephesians 1 verses 19 and 20. And I wrote as a prayer and as a reminder to my heart and perhaps now to yours, I wrote, the power of both the resurrection and the ascension live in me. I have not been sensing that. I have been wrong. Holy Spirit, please fall on me more fully. Then a few minutes later, I was reading in James 5, 7, and I wrote down this verse. Look at the farmer, quietly awaiting his precious harvest. See how he has to possess his soul in patience till the land has had the early and late rains. So must you be patient, resting your hearts on the ultimate certainty. And I wrote, again, sort of an inward-facing prayer, wait on him. Wait on his timing in today and in everything. So on those two subsequent days, I was reminding myself to take fresh heart to be actually possessed by that power that both raised him from the dead and to the heights of heaven. And in the midst of all that, to be patient, to wait upon his movements, the the way his Holy Spirit is making use of the days. And friends, I think on those two days, these were some of the highest thoughts I could have been thinking. Well, I'll give you one more. And actually, I'm going to turn this one into a prayer for all of us. Do you remember that moment In John 1, when Jesus is walking along and John the Baptist sends two of his own disciples, John the Baptist's disciples, to follow after Jesus, and they kind of trail him for a while. And there comes a moment where Jesus looks back, and there's such haunting words. He says to those two former now uh, disciples of John the Baptist, he simply says, what do you want? And about a month ago, that's all I wrote. John 1, 38, Jesus asking those two, and quite frankly, us, what do you want? And so what I prayed that day and wrote down as sort of my scripture prayer in my journal, I'm going to reframe today. I'm going to reframe it for you and for me as a prayer of, Lord Jesus, this is what we want. So friends, join me in this. Let's scripture pray our answer to Jesus himself. Jesus, we want to follow you nearer and and know you totally. We want our lives to be eminently useful to you. We want our lives to have your glory on them. We want the whole world to be overwhelmed with you. That affection for you would just sweep across all mankind. And we want to be part of that. We want to set off fires in people's hearts. We are done with the small and the mundane. We desire the enormous, the eternal, the extraordinary 
in you. Jesus, that's what we want today. So friends, on three subsequent days, those were my kind of what I would call scripture prayers. And again, I would encourage you in the spirit of Lewis leading me to law, now I'm leading you to this thought. Let's go on a journey through the scriptures where we record what is jumping off the page in the spirit. And then let's pray those aloud as a fresh way to encounter him. I hope it's a blessing to you to even think about maybe doing that. And quite frankly, I hope you try it. And I really hope you report back to me with how he uses it day to day. Thanks for being a blessing to me by listening to these little thoughts. And I hope it's a blessing to you to give this all a try. Thanks for listening.